Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. And I thank you for uh, really passing a word about this time together with one another. I tell you, we are in the Gospel of John right now. This is getting really interesting. Uh, It's always interesting, but in chapter 11, we have the encounter where Jesus has heard that Lazarus was sick. Then Lazarus died. Jesus comes back to where Lazarus is. Lazarus has been in the grave four days now. And um, Jesus is about to go to the tomb. But before he goes to the tomb, he's having some encounters here. He gets in the town and Martha hears that he's coming and comes and meets him. And we've gone the last two or three episodes seeing what Martha did and how she responded. Well, now Martha has gone back apparently at the behest of Jesus himself to fetch Mary, her sister, because in verse 28 of chapter 11 of John, uh, Mary, uh, Martha says to Mary, the teacher is here and he's calling for you. Then verse 29, it says, and when she heard it, that's Mary, she got up quickly and was coming to him. So Mary gets up and goes immediately when she hears that Jesus had called for her. Verse 30, now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha met him. So Jesus is just staying there. He hadn't come to the village yet. Martha had met him. He has an encounter with Martha. He tells Martha, go get Mary. And he's standing right there. Well, why is he standing there? Well, to start with, he would have told Martha, this is where I am. Tell Mary I'm here. I'll be waiting for her. So he wasn't going to move somewhere where Mary had to go find him. So he just remained where he was. Verse 31, then the Jews who were with her in her house, and this is speaking of Mary, and consoling her, When they saw that Mary got up quickly and went out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. So she's in the house. She's weeping. They're there to console her. This would be a very loud thing, okay, that word weep right there. As you see all the way through here, except for one place it's going to be interesting in just a minute. Uh, is this loud, nearly inconsolable type of crying out before uh, uh, God, uh, the weeping and gnashing of teeth kind of theme, okay? And so they heard her, saw her get up, and they thought, well, she's going to go to the tomb. Remember, Martha had come to her in private and had told her that Jesus wanted to see her. So, verse 32, therefore, when Mary came where Jesus was, she saw him and fell at his feet saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now, she says the same thing that her sister Martha says, okay? Uh, Basically, word for word, the same thing. And there's big debate over all this, but I think that we could glean some stuff just from what was written here and sort of knowing the differences in their personality. No, Martha was not being combative with Jesus. She was just being forthright. She was just declaring, if you'd been here, you could have saved him. You know, was she irritated perhaps? But remember what Martha said. I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Okay, I know that. And she also said, I know that my brother will rise again on the last day. So Martha was declaring these great things of faith. She wasn't so much accusing Jesus, but you see a couple of interesting things. You do not see her responding the way Mary did. Mary comes before Jesus and fell at his feet. You know, there's an old saying, which is true. You always see this Mary right here at the feet of Jesus, 
falling at the feet of Jesus. So she fell at the feet of Jesus. We don't have that happening in the account with Martha. Martha was just standing there talking to him. So Mary comes before him and says, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And she was still weeping. How do I know that? Because the next verse tells us, when Jesus therefore saw her weeping, okay, she's still weeping, and the Jews who came with her also weeping. So they're coming along, they're crying, they're wailing. Notice Jesus' response. He was deeply moved in spirit and was troubled. <coughs> Folks, there's a lot more here than meets the English eye, <laughs> okay? There's so much within the Word of God that we lose uh, in, in just the translation into our language and uh, what we think a particular word means. That's the reason that the Lord has given us people that understand uh, the original languages, uh, the Aramaic, okay, uh, the Greek and the Hebrew and the various translations in those languages and what have been passed down uh, through the generations and the hundreds of years. They're very important to know, okay, they're important to know. This right here, Jesus was deeply moved in spirit. Uh, it's a Greek word that uh, gives an idea of roaring, a storm, an anger, okay, this thing that's brewing within him. He's deeply moved. He's deeply disturbed. Well, why would he be that way? Because he knew what he was going to be doing. Well, how do I know that? Uh, because of what he says in just a few moments, which we probably won't get to today, but what he said previously with the disciples, he said, come on, let's go. Let's go to where Lazarus is. I'm gl glad that I wasn't there for your sake so that you will believe. Okay, he was given a very, very strong hint that something significant is about to happen here. And yet, he's still moved. He's deeply moved. He's angry. Something's disturbing with him. Verse 34 says this, And he said, Where have you laid him? Jesus asked that. You know, a lot of times people say, Well, Jesus was God. Why didn't he know everything? <laughs> he took on the flesh, and he limited himself in a lot of ways. Okay? And right here, he said, where, where is he? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And then John eleven thirty five, which most people raised in church will know this, because it's the shortest verse in Scripture. It says this, Jesus wept. Okay, Jesus wept. The reason people know it, I remember being a kid, being raised in the church, and we had Scripture memory verses, and we had to memorize it and quote it. Well, this is the one people usually chose to start with. <laughs> because it's the shortest, and that's okay. You know, It gives you the positive feedback of being able to quote a verse right here. But there's something different here. This weep and wept right here is different than the previous wept words. This word right here is the only time it appears in the scripture. And it means this, that Jesus shed a tear. Okay. He shed a tear. He didn't wail and flail and moan as if with no hope. He did shed a tear. His eyes welled up with tears and he shed a tear. But why would he shed a tear when he knew what he was going to be doing. Let's well, read the next verse or two, verse 36. So the Jews were saying, see how he loved him. Okay, And that's a good uh, natural response. You know, they would think, oh, he loved him so much. Look, he's crying over it. See how he loved him. Well, verse 37. But some of them said, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man also from dying? So even when... Jesus had done good things. Their question, what well, couldn't he have kept him from dying? It never crosses their mind, couldn't he raise him from the dead? Martha had already brought that up. 
Martha said, hey, I know anything that you ask of God, he'll give it to you. I know my brother will be raised again in the last days. Okay, I know that. Okay, They're saying, well, couldn't this man have kept them, kept him from dying? Verse 38, so Jesus, again, being deeply moved within, came to the tomb. Now, it was a cave and a stone was lying against him. I'll tell you what, we're going to stop right here. We'll pick this up. Uh, the next time with one of my favorite verses in all the scripture just because of the sort of the humor involved with it. But I want you to see something right here in the final moment. Why was Jesus deeply moved? Jesus knew what he was about to do. Okay, He knew that Lazarus was going to live. What was he moved about? What was he shedding tears about? He was shedding the tear because of what was happening to the people here because of what death and evil had done to mankind and because of what they were experiencing at this moment. Why was he righteously angry and deeply moved and troubled and storminess within? Because of his anger against sin and death and the evil one and what he had done. You know, we should have that type of same righteous anger within us. Tell you what, we'll pick that up again the next time. Again, I'm Dale and I'll see you then.